Welcome to Geek Salad Classic. I am your host, Jay LaRock. This podcast is powered by ObsoleteGamer.com and the Mascot Studios Podcast Network. You can find this podcast on Himalaya, iTunes, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. Here on Geek Salad Classic Series, we feature interviews with developers, programmers, and gaming experts on the subjects they know best. Now, as you will see, some of the questions and answers are dated because maybe the game was in pre-release and sometimes it was even at the beginning of its crowdfunding stage. But we still think the discussion was fun and informative and it'll be something you like. And I hope you will. So without further ado, here we go. I'm, I was always curious about the, the change because I'm not only interested in just gaming i'm also interested in sports so i'm curious about the changing in how people look at, at at betting because in sports you have people who do fantasy sports and you have people who are really you know they're they're interested in beyond their own team because i was always a fan uh interested especially like in fantasy football you have people who are, will be fans of like let's say in miami they're fans of the dolphins but because of fantasy sports, they're also fans of other teams and they're fans of like specific players. And I admit I'm still like new to fantasy sports uh, in itself, just how it works, how you pick all the players. So I'm, I'm really happy to be talking about expanding, you know, betting, how it applies to, you know, esports and, you know, to help us today learn about expanding that we're here with uh scott cooley from bookmaker eu thanks for coming on and talk with us today absolutely thanks for having me so can you just uh tell us a little bit about you know in general what you know how that came about being able to you know expand from make people making bets for for sporting and then moving on to esports yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's it's quite simple, Jay. Um, you know, I think that um, you know history uh, tells us through through thousands and thousands of years of documented records. You know, where there are uh, two or more people competing uh, in a in a game or a sport, uh, you know, gambling on the outcome is is going to happen. Um, people have been doing it for, like I said, thousands of years, and uh, it's uh, it's something that's really new to us as as esports is still in, in its infancy. Um, but we are finding that it's uh, it's gaining popularity, and it's something that we want to be uh, heavily involved with in the future. So, as far as you guys, uh, you start off, uh, of course, with uh, with sports and things like that. Can you tell us a little about with how you your guys' company started? Absolutely. Um, yeah, we started in uh, 1985, so we've been around for uh, more than 30 years, and we are an online. Uh, Sportsbook casino poker room uh, that is open to uh, uh, worldwide customers. Um, anybody from the United States to China to India can can uh, log into our site with an account and uh, gamble on sports or play casino or play poker. Um, and we uh, we we uh, offer sports sports betting for basically every league under the sun. Uh, you know the the big sports such as. Uh, soccer, um, the NFL, um, college football, college basketball, the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, hockey, um, even obscure sports such as surfing and and cycling and cricket. Oh and, wow! And yeah, so you can, uh, like I said, if there's if there's a game being played, uh, more than likely you can you can wager on it. 
Now, is this something where you have to know, like surfing? I mean, I never even knew you could bet on that. I mean, like, is that something you have to know exactly what to bet, or, or does the site, like, teach you, like, how to bet? No, it's, it's a very, uh, you know, uh, specific, uh, I would say, sector of the gambling world. Um, you know, you would, you would be expected to know, you know, who, who you want to bet on and how to bet. But, uh, you know, mostly as far as the odds go, everything's pretty basic. You know, you have a, a spread and a money line and a total, and, and you're just uh, betting against the odds makers, you know, basically trying to, trying to pick the right side. There's always a, a winning side and a losing side. Uh, for the most part, and so you're just uh, trying to trying to get the right one, and you know whether that be an educated guess or or whether you have some sort of imp- inside information as to uh, who might win the outcome of that sporting event. That's uh, where you where you find value and uh, place your wager. It's really interesting because I, I've been to Vegas a few times, mainly for shows or like conventions and things like that. But of course, you walk through the casinos, you see the betting, and you see people that really get into it. And, you know, you watch and you see all the numbers. And like I said, that's something where I'm, I'm still trying to learn exactly what people look for. And they say that once Vegas gets into something, once you see them putting numbers and yes, of course, you could bet on almost anything. But once you see people really start to put numbers into a sport it's really arrived. And with esports, once you saw people starting to actually be able to bet on esports, that's how you really know it's starting to really hit, hit its peak. You see it on ESPN. You're seeing it get crazy numbers on television, on Twitch, things like that. Um, I mean, you know the business. What was it for you? What was that moment when you, where you said, "Hey, it's time to you know add this to the company. It's time to get into this." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think you uh, you hit the nail on the head, Ja. I mean, the um, uh, one one trigger for us to to recognize something that's growing is is the is the broadcast. Um, you know, is it is it being uh, you know, broadcasted uh, to, a, to a mass audience. And, you know, once we saw, you know, ESPN televising it, and I think uh, one of the Turner networks is, is starting a reality series very soon. Um, you're seeing more and more events and tournaments being covered, and, uh, you know, these arenas are selling out in a matter of minutes. Uh, you know, it's, and, and it's, and it's an exciting sport to watch. It's, um, you know, it's, it's much like football or or basketball game, um, you know, where viewers can really get into it, and and we're going to start seeing the personality of these kids, these competitors, um, really really grow, and um, you know, I think these guys are going to become, you know, household names at some point, and uh, and and I think that um, you know, we we've recognized that it it is the next big thing on the on the block, and and because of that, you know, we're gonna we're gonna dedicate uh, quite a quite a bit of resources to to making it bigger and better, more visible uh, in, in our sector of the industry. Now, is there like a ceiling as, as far as what people can bet on? Because, I mean, with the different uh, competitions that are out there, the different tournaments, um, I know like when you're talking about all the different things that you can bet on with, with your site, like surfing and things, with so many different type of tournaments, is there um, a certain competition level? Like, obviously, it's not going to be like low-level tournaments. Do you say it has to be like a, a certain purse level, a certain um, uh, company level, where that's where you can bet on a certain esports player or esports tournament? Yes, we um, at, at the moment we do not cover every single tournament because, as you know, these tournaments are going on 24 hours a day, and because we don't have a, a, a full team dedicated to um, creating the odds and, and putting up the lines and 
the pages. Uh, we cannot cover everything, but we do we do cover all the major events. You're uh, you know able to bet on individual team matchups uh, with a spread and money line, as well as um, a futures bet. Um, for example, you know we recently had the uh, the Dota two uh, uh, one one Manila tournament. Uh, you know, odds to win that, you know, basically just futures odds, uh, who's going to win that, win that tournament. So uh, there's a, di- a few different ways. But, yeah, we do not cover everything. And I think you, um, you asked about the, the limits. Um, you know, right now, because we're, we're, we're just as new as, as, you know, the general public is, is kind of get, getting their feet wet with these esports, um, we don't allow our clients to um, bet um, uh, a, a large amount of money on the, on the, um, on the matchups and the futures at this moment, because um, we're kind of still honing our craft as far as uh, figuring out the best way to create these lines, the best sources to to find to to um, you know ge- you know gather information and generate the odds. Um, so we we don't want to overexpose ourselves because right now um, you know a lot of the a lot of the people that are betting on esports are are people that are in the know that follow the, 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 the gaming industry and they, they, they know the business inside and out and they know the, the competitors and teams and players. So uh, because of that, um, they're, some, of, some of the sharper ones are, are even ahead of where we are, where we want to be. Um, and so because of that, we, we don't allow our, our clients to bet you know, more than $500 on a certain matchup. Yeah, I can see where that makes sense because – I mean, with, with, you know, baseball or football or things like that, I mean, sure, I guess it's possible that you could have some of the people close to the players bet, but there's a lot more implications than maybe with an esports player who isn't yet up to the point where they're winning a lot of money, even though some of these tournaments are getting to that place. But I guess as, like you said, this uh, industry is still growing to that point, so as things go on, you'll have to modify your strategy. Um, as far as um, the actual bets, is it still just win or loss, or is there more intricacies to it uh, when people are placing a bet on these tournaments? Uh, you know, there's been some grading discrepancies. You know, we, we've, like, as I said, we're kind of learning all about esports as well. Obviously, you know, most of our backgrounds are all traditional sports, and, you know, we can we can tell you everything six ways sideways about the NFL or the NBA, but... Um, so most of us, you know, we're we're of the older generation, and um, we're we're not familiar with with how these these tournaments are run or how the games are won or lost. So it is it is uh, been uh, somewhat of a you know learning process as far as grading grading them. But uh, yeah, absolutely for the most part, um, you know, for the spreads, we'll set a, a minus one and a half or two and a half. So that way, there's a winner or a loser. Because uh, if you throw in a half point, then it can't just push. You can't just land on an even even number. So, um, and then uh, you know, with with the the money line odds, you know, generally there's a, a clear cut winner and loser. Uh, you know, if for whatever reason there is a a tie or a push, then you know the 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 better is refunded his his original bet. Now, do you see um, more young people, perhaps? You know, coming into the kind of of, of ban- uh, betting because of esports, and also maybe people who are a little bit older who are more used to the traditional type of of betting on on more of the traditional sports, maybe being pulled to esports. Or do you see see it as maybe the older people will stick to sports and younger people uh, uh, stick to esports? Are you hoping for that crossover? 
Absolutely. We're always hoping for the crossover. And, you know, we've seen we've seen a bit of both. Uh, we, you know, we find a younger, absolutely mostly, you know, a younger demographic uh, betting on the esports. Uh, much like much like UFC, you know, UFC, um, I compare it to MMA a lot. You know, it's kind of generating the same kind of buzz and growing quickly. Um, and you know, once once uh, you know odds started coming out on on you know the UFC, that's you know kind of like you said, uh, that's kind of that's a telltale sign. Like, okay, it's arrived. Um, well, we're seeing the same thing with esports. Um, most of it is younger, but there are older players, uh, you know, betting on it as well. And and I think that goes back to, um, you know, being able to watch on TV, you know, across the board, no matter what it is. Uh, a gambler wants to be able to place a wager and hopefully watch watch it, watch the outcome unfold in front of them live. And so whenever we have, you know, whenever there is a, an event, uh, an eSports event on ESPN or, or another network, um, you know, if, the, if it's a slow uh, traditional sporting night, you know, we may have some, some uh, play. Some of our clients say, "Hey, well, you know what's on TV tonight? Oh, I can gamble on this. Well, let me go place a wager on, uh, you know, Team Liquid or whoever it may be, and and um, you know, watch watch the the fun, um, you know, the excitement, the thrill, uh, you know, happen in front of me." Well, if there was any doubt that uh, esports wasn't really getting up there on top of the map as uh, as far as really up there with sports and everything else, uh, this is uh, proof of that. Uh, you can go check this out at uh, bookmaker.eu. Uh, thanks, Scott, for coming on today and talking to us about this. It's really informative. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.